good? Yeah, they're rolling. You take it. I'll take it, baby. Um, I feel like we have been talking about this for a super, super long time, wanting to start a podcast. I feel like to give people some context on our relationship, you could kind of give us the... We say this spiel yeah. how many times? Oh, time. every meeting. You've started to do it yourself. I've gotten it pretty now. good. Yeah. For a while, I had no idea how to do it. De- defaulted. But it's a weird story. Yeah. I very quickly, my like mini context to your story is I went to go play some college football. I got two shoulder surgeries. I pick up a guitar in my dorm room, play some covers. I start building a fan base. I realized I need music manager and fans. Yeah. So I, I put out some music and I um, start doing social media. And I felt like I needed some help with my career. So you said mom. I did say mom. I need help. And she knew this lady. This is where it gets super weird. Your mom booked speakers for your family's church. Correct. So she reached out to Darlene Greamy. In Florida. Who was an agent for these female Christian speakers. Mm-hmm. Darlene's son, Steve, mm. was the youth pastor at my parents' church in Federaway, Washington. And through those connections, Steve's mom had heard that I was working with my friend Jeff because he had had like a viral YouTube thing and I was, Mm -hmm. I didn't call it managing, like I was just helping my friend, but I was organizing all his stuff. And I got a random phone call one day from this like Florida phone number. I remember, this sounds very, it sort of is like, I don't know what the word is, um, Serendipitous? No. It's like telling of where I was at in life. I was laying face down in my couch. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's not a better metaphor or picture (laughs) than like, well, can't go down from here. Yeah. But my phone was on the floor, and I remember just hearing that like vibration of your phone ringing Mm -hmm. on the floor. And I looked over, and it was a Florida phone number, and I was like... That you didn't have saved. No. I had never seen it, but I was like, I guess I should answer it like... (laughs) <laughs> and this lady introduces herself to me. I was like, write down this name, Spencer Crandall. And I was like, okay. And then I was taking a road trip that night, two or three hours. I bought your little EP off of iTunes. That doesn't exist anymore, thank God. And listened to those five songs, you know, Too Young to Resist, <laughs> All Warm Summer Night. September Night, how dare you? Oh, yeah, Warm September okay. Night. Yeah. Um can't remember the others now. Um, if You Were My Girl all was I'm a song. For, all I'm looking for. Songs that hopefully anyway. are listened to very little now. Anyway, but I was like, you know, I mean, it was one of those things like I certainly did not know that you would make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> but there was enough. I was like, if this is the first five songs he's ever written, if this is where he's starting, and then getting to know you, I think it's things like your work ethic and your commitment to just like figure things out that actually have given me more confidence that at some point it will just happen because like you won't stop and you won't give up and you just keep. And then all those things have improved along the way. Like your songwriting is incredibly better. Like your voice doesn't even sound like it sounded back then. Dude, quick like bunny trail on that i heard a cover on my facebook like mm-hmm. a time hop or whatever it's like eight years ago you posted this thing in your dorm room not even close to the same singing you traded in the, the sperry boat shoes for some blazers and <laughs> and now we're we here. upped the fashion game <laughs> that's how we got here yeah we did 
But <clears throat> yeah, I man, it's like that's how we met, and we never met in person. We talked over the phone. I talked to your mom more mm. at the beginning. I wrote this little like proposal of how I was going to help. I remember this. Sending a little email, and we just like verbal handshake, and then you flew to Seattle. Shot some YouTube videos. Spent a weekend shooting some videos, and that was really it. And then for like a year and a half, we put out a song and didn't do a whole lot. A single song that came out two and a half weeks late on TuneCore. Yep. And it didn't do great. Nope. And I was super sunburnt in the Let album artwork. Let it happen. <laughs> Let it happen. And, you know, I feel like from there till now, there's been a lot of stuff. But a lot of it was like me in school figuring out the internet. So I, in my opinion, like our like real start date, that was like the the prequel. Yeah. And then like the August 2016 when I moved here was when it really started to ramp up. Because when I was I feel writing like rooms. When we came here in January, we came to Nashville in January of 2016, it was finally like, I think we both got our eyes open to like, oh, this is how we should be approaching this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that changed a lot for us. So what were some of those like, big differences that you saw that what we were doing versus like what the industry in Nashville is doing? I mean, I don't, I don't, it's weird because like in one sense we, we've never really done what the industry does. Yeah. (laughs) As we're sitting here at our podcast studio. But I I think it's more just the like in places like Denver and Seattle, you, it's just not the culture where like everyone moved there to do a thing. Mm. And there's just this, energy that like there's people that have dropped everything else to go after this one thing all the time yeah i think you feel that kind of like the kid who plays baseball for fun versus like then you get on a travel team and they're like oh no we're doing this all the time you're like oh this is another level i've really felt that when we started traveling here is like the meetings we'd take they're like how many times are you writing and i'm like six times a year and they're like cool these people are writing six times a week and so you want to be a great songwriter great you literally have to 10x everything you're doing yeah Yeah. which was super helpful and part of moving here so that's august 2016 it's now april 2021 which feels insane we've been working together almost seven years yeah in september october yeah it'll be maybe take us through a little bit of the like that's like why we're here why are we here in a podcast studio? Why am I interviewing you? Like kind of take us through some of the context of our conversations around starting a podcast, creating more content, the content that we want to create through this. Yeah. Um, Cause I, f- I feel, I always say we, because I feel so silly anytime I say like, I like I'm starting a podcast as there's like nine people sitting in this room. Like this is way bigger than me and I want it to, you know, I want people to know that. So take, people through kind of our conversations and maybe how we got here. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely your vision. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, th- I think if it was up to me, we wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> like, just because it's, again, like, you're just a big fan of podcasts. Like, Correct. I'm more, I don't follow any specific podcast. I listen to a podcast when, like, someone that I do enjoy is on that. Yeah, so I bounce around a lot. But, I mean, I think that, the thing that has just made a lot of sense in the way that you approach everything is like, let's try it. And so for me, whether it's like a song that you send me or an idea, a lot of times I sort of like, not deflect, but I'm just like, 
I just receive it the first time and then let it sit. Because I know that if you come back to it over and over again, it really matters to you. But I think any creative on the day they have an idea or the day they create something, they're very passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And you're really not going to (laughs) like... It makes it sound like they're a crazy person. You're not going to talk like reality into the excitement that they have about yeah, what they just created. It's too emotional. Yeah. So like you just need some time for it to be in the crock pot. Simmer. Simmer. Marinate. Yep. <laughs> and then and then if you keep coming back to it, which like this one more than anything probably, mm-hmm. you've been coming back to year after for year. like three years. It started off as kind of like, wouldn't it be cool if we had like a podcast? And I feel like in the last couple of years, as I've done more podcasts, it just became this like, why aren't we doing a podcast? Yeah. I feel like, what a lot of people tell me at least is like, I really enjoy your long form conversations because I just get so much more context from you. So I think that was a big part of that. Yeah. Obviously knowing what I want to do, like I want to play a football stadium. That's the freaking massive goal that we've set in front of us. So we know that we need to create a ton of content, but we want to do it in a way that feels like us, that feels meaningful, that feels yeah. like it's pushing the boundaries. Well, I think you always talk about just capturing like what's happening. And even though this is obviously like we've come here for this reason. Mm-hmm. You're st- in those conversations like you're just very much talking to people about what they're doing and like yeah. what the process is and what that looks like and it's just like the progression of all those things. So it's it will some- be something that just makes sense because you also talk about how you like to sort of like catalog your life, whether that's in vlog mm-hmm. form or in music and songs, but also in conversations and like to be able to look back and kind of like you said earlier, like, even though I may look back and say, wow, it was so wrong, it's still kind of like journaling. Like you go back and be like, I can't believe I wrote that as a 16-year-old because yeah. that's I don't think that way at all now. Mm-hmm. But it's still interesting and just reminds you of like how your beliefs or how your processing or whatever has yeah. changed as life goes on. So, Well, even like the stuff on the bookshelf or like the way that I dress or the way that I look, the, what's happening in my life, it's going to be so fun for me at least like if I'm lucky enough to – be 92 on my deathbed and at this point I'll be able to watch it in my own brain but I can just go back and like watch all these podcasts and see these meaningful conversations that I had with people check in where I was at in life like oh my gosh that was before our first number one or that was before I even knew that person well and they came on the podcast or oh my gosh I miss that person because they're gone now and like I can go relive that conversation like I'd love to have my parents on I'd love to have Mm -hmm. my siblings on that's kind of stuff that you can't get back so selfishly it becomes like a little um time capsule almost yeah. where I can just revisit and and then definitely a learning experience where like the, the the point of this podcast is definitely not for me to preach or be like this is why we're here I like that it has a big old question mark because I don't have a fucking clue and I'm so curious and I'm so overwhelmed by it a lot of times and I think these kind of conversations make you remember that like I'm not alone oh that's right like when I'm laying down at in my bed at night and I feel like I'm the only being in the universe, it's stressful. But Mm -hmm. when you're here, you have another human being a mirror to you. Like, yeah, I don't understand that either. Let's talk about it. That has always been the thing that got me through or, or helped me. When again, like you're, we're so different because (laughs) you, I, there's so many times where you will say something in a meeting or like Mm -hmm. two friends or whatever. And I've never heard you say that thing before. But you say it like you've believed that for like 20 years. And and what I have found is like you have this really 
it's almost like you try things. It's like you hear something and you're like, I'm going to try that on mm-hmm. for the next two weeks. But you say it like you would stake your life on it. And I'm doing that internally, but I would never do it out loud. Sure. Because I'm like, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to like put a stake in the ground if I don't believe that for sure. And how could I know well, pun intended, if I already do? Way less stakes. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because if I tell everybody like, hey guys, blazers are the thing. And then in two weeks, I'm not wearing them. Everyone's going to be like, what happened to blazers? Yeah. Where you can work it out on your own. But it's also because you don't care. Hmm. Like a lot of that is just thinking too much and sure. putting too much weight on like what other people think. And that's also why you move fast and you try things. because You're like, their opinion really doesn't matter as long as I'm still making progress to where I'm headed. Yeah. Well, and I know that, you know, there's going to be some bugs to work out here. There's going to be some things that I'm like, oh, yikes, I can't believe that's in the world. Or, you know, I'll probably get canceled 10 to 12 times. <laughs> but, you know, the point is, is that I really, I really don't care what anybody else thinks except for this, like, wise counsel in my life. And yeah. other than that, I'm just trying to learn and get better. And I think the best way to do it is to do it. Like, we've talked about doing a podcast. And I'm just kind of sick of pontificating. Oh, what, what should it be or whatever? So i pick something I'm passionate about. I started reaching out to people I'm passionate about or passionate about learning about. And now it's just like, let's do it and let's learn as we go. And that is, I guess, one of the things about me that whether it's good or bad, I definitely love to just get going and move fast. And I'm okay falling on my face as long as eventually I learn how to get back up and move yeah. faster and do it better. So like, I feel like there's another level of questioning that I want to get to. And part of that is the like, we have these conversations and it's always like, I go to your house, it's like 6 p.m. We either have dinner or whatever. And then there's like another hunger wave that comes around. We end up at a Buffalo Wild Wings at like 11 p.m. And it starts as like, did you see what happened in the news? Then it slowly like trickles into like slightly political or like just interested in like what's going on. And it always ends up in that like, Honestly, it's like that slumber party, 3 a.m., like (laughs) just like blanket over your head, silly, weird conversation, but it ends up being really deep. And it's like heart to heart, like no bullshit, you know, the stuff that you sometimes feel like you couldn't say or ask um, that we do all the time. And those are some of my favorite conversations. That's when when I'm on my deathbed. That's the stuff that I'll remember is like we got into, you know, like morality or – ethics or um, religion or religion and its amazing effects on the world or amazing effects on us because we grew up in the Christian church and some of the things that are traumatizing to us or some of the things that we don't feel comfortable talking about, like, and why we don't feel comfortable talking about those things. And I feel like that's going to be a big part of this podcast is having the fun conversation, having the like business, how'd you build it conversation it just feels so me, I guess is what I'm saying is that like, those are the three things that I'm so interested in. Yeah. And then we can kind of get into that next level of like, why are we here as human beings? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, we always, I feel like it's not every time we get together, but it feels like every six weeks or something, mm-hmm. like we find a conversation that does, well, like you said, because of something that happens in the news or whatever, and it just leads us to this place. And I feel like you've been on this journey to sort that out and mm-hmm. like, because you are a voracious listener to like 
what's going on in the world and just taking things in through podcasts or social media or whatever, like I feel like you you gain so many perspectives of like, wow, so many different people believe so many different things. Mm-hmm. So it starts to make you question like, do I really believe what I always said that I believed? Why are, why do they believe that so emphatically? And it just feels like you've been doing this balancing act. I mean, really for the last, I don't know, three or four years now where you're kind of like, there's been nights where you're like, Jeff, I want to believe that. Yeah. Or like, oh, I yeah. wish that I knew that was 100% true or whatever, but I'm still in process or I'm mm-hmm. still figuring it out or like your classic, like if this is all even real, <laughs> like it's not just a simulation, <laughs> you know, like the number of times I've heard that where it's just like, I don't know, yeah. you know, but I think that's to dig into those places, like you said, because those are the questions that everyone does ask, like, you know, and as for as committed to like a belief that someone may have, I think that some like, like growing up in the church and growing up in Christianity you feel bad to say, mm-hmm. what if this isn't all real? Like you you learn sort of subtly that like you're not supposed to say that out loud at church because it yeah. makes you a bad Christian. But everyone's wondering that. Everyone's right. asking that. Like, yes, I believe this, but there's a part of me that's like, but what if? Yeah. And it's super healthy to ask that question. Yep. And I think just saying it out loud, and even if it doesn't, like faith isn't, doesn't just tie up with a clean bow. Like there's always bits and pieces that are messy and like every generation gets something wrong. Like everyone will look back and be like, wow, we really missed the mark on that thing. So mm-hmm. it, you have to have the conversation. You have to learn from the past, but you have to also have to be open to learning from the new and like be willing to have the conversation, you know? Yeah. And that's the conversation I want to have. That's, yeah. that's it right there is that let's get messy. Let's ask each other hard questions but do it in a really safe place where you feel loved and you feel like you can have fun doing it. Like I hope that I can be the host that encourages people to like talk about hard stuff who can be here to like actually genuinely listen. Like I hope that people can bring their burdens or their worries or whatever. And even if we don't figure it out, that solidarity is a really cool thing. Just being there with somebody and being like, yeah, I hear you. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So that's my goal with all this is just to create a fun experience. And then, it's it's easy to forget about because we're here and we're in the physical place, but like someone's going to listen to this on the treadmill or in their car or their mom just passed away or they read the Bible again. They're like, I have some weird questions or they grew up in this kind of place, but they wonder about this kind of place. And if we could help them in any way, that's incredible because I've had so many podcasts and I've been on the road or on the treadmill or whatever, and they just have one line. Even if I just take that one nugget or piece of information or quote and you take it into your life it can really change a lot for you just a little 45 minute conversation or an hour long conversation so if nothing else that's my goal is to create a fun safe place to have these super interesting deep conversations take a deep dive with interesting people and hopefully feed people like the word feed is real there's a difference between entertain and feed and i hope that this is like actually has some substance yeah some sustenance what a great word sustenance people walk away with something like that there's it's helpful it's fun Mm -hmm. but like it doesn't have to be this ultra heavy serious thing at the same time exactly that's the whole point baby that's That's why why we're we're here here. (laughs) (laughs) so why are we here why are we here